Welcome to the Family Huddle Podcast. We understand family was God's design, and yet our families can often be the place in our lives where we're the most ungodly. In this podcast, we're hoping you find encouragement from God's Word, as well as practical ways the gospel can touch down in your own life, your home, and your family. We also hope to share some laughter, great stories, and let you know you're not alone, no matter your season or circumstances. Well, hello, friends, and welcome back to the Family Huddle Podcast. We are so excited that you're listening today, and we want to say thank you. And uh, Travis and I are really um, happy to be joined today in the studio with some guests. It's always a treat when we have somebody with us, and today I get to introduce them um, and tell you that not only do we like them, we love them. (laughs) (laughs) One of the reasons we love them is that they are family to us, so we're excited to welcome Brian and Rhonda Dahl. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having us. Yeah. So uh, this is kind of fun when you have a guest who literally has known me every day of my entire life, (laughs) and uh, Brian and I are first cousins, so we have a fun history of literally every milestone that either one of us went through, although how old were you when I was born? I missed the first little part of your life. I don't know, 10 or something Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay. So I have been to Brian and Rhonda's wedding. Actually, mm-hmm. I was thinking in the car on the way here, Brian, you brought Rhonda to our house when you guys were dating Yes, to meet us okay. in Iowa. And I'm thinking that was our old house. So I'm thinking I was probably like second or third grade. Jenny Only. was two. Oh, okay. So, so she was two, I was eight. Okay. Isn't that crazy? Yes. So, so it's more than 10 year difference. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a little more than that. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, we share um, just a really great history between us, and you guys are such a blessing to Trav and I. And no doubt, yeah, all the the births of all of our children mm-hmm. um, in our memory, and we've been able to just interweave our lives. Um, and so we're we're grateful to talk to you today. But Trav, if you want to yeah. remind our listeners in case they didn't hear. Um, the start of our new series last week. What are we talking about today? So we're in the series called Sticky Faith. And obviously we're realizing, having these conversations with, with families and, and, and other people and doing the research, that there are some important factors involved with uh, the faith development of a young person. And the more that we do research, the more we realize it backs up the veracity of God's word. God's word is true, as it talks about in Deuteronomy 6, that the very place that God has chosen for faith to be developed starts in the home with mm-hmm. mom and dad. And so it's a critical piece of God's program to, to really pass on the faith, to leave a living legacy with the next generation. And so um, the studies that we've done on this have really shown that God's word is true uh, because there are factors that are involved with the development uh, of a young person when it comes to the, the spiritual side where they come to know uh, the Lord. Uh, and obviously, we, a little caveat is the fact that in doing this, um, we have to realize that parents can do all the right things and still kids may turn away from the faith at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just want to say that because we think we can do all the right things, put the perfect pieces in place, and, and, it, and it's going to produce a, a perfect follower of Christ. And um, that's not always the case. Yet, I do believe uh, these factors that we'll discuss today, um, one in particular, is, is, is critically important um, to uh, a young person and them coming to know the Lord. And so as we look at this study, um, just a reference to what we discussed last time on our podcast, 
Five reasons kids maintain their faith and stay in church beyond high school. Uh, number one is raised in homes where they were taught the Bible. Two, proven value of the church. Three, relevant preaching. Four, there was an investment from an adult outside mom and dad, and that was huge. And then five, parents who are proactive and consistent in living out their faith at church and home. And so, Brian and Ron, we're so grateful to have you guys. I can still remember March 1st of 06. That's when I started here at Grace as the junior high pastor. And went out to Timber Bay for a winter retreat. And Haley Dahl, your oldest, <laughs> was an eighth grader. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A lot crazy. has changed since then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now all three of your girls are adulting. Two of them are married. Now you have a grandchild. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot has transpired since 06. It's crazy. years ago. It's yeah. crazy how fast <laughs> time goes. And uh, you just blink your eye. The days are long, but the years are short. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so now as we think about this factor of uh of raising children to know the lord um one of those being which i thought you guys would be able to speak really well to is raised in homes where they were taught the bible Mm -hmm. um obviously the scriptures (laughs) faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of god Mm -hmm. as it says in romans and so this becomes not just uh, a piece that we would throw in there and hope mix it around and this will produce faith but this is central we talk about the scriptures. And so as we really jump into this first question, I really love this. And the reflection piece is so important as we've been talking about. But as you guys look back on raising three girls, how did the Lord impress on each of you the importance of teaching them God's word? I'll start. Um, I'd say two big factors for me uh, came actually before Ron and I met. We met in college. And it had to do with the home I was raised in. So just uh, mom and dad loved the Lord, served the Lord in the church, and lived it in our home. And my mom uh, was a uh, uh, committed studier of the word. We would just witness that every morning. And, and she was a uh, repeater of the word to us throughout the day. So <laughs> to the point where we would kind of mimic her. You know, she... You know, <laughs> Think about things that are lovely and pure and good, and we'll be like, yeah, well, yeah, I'm kind of <laughs> irritated with my sister right now. I'm not having lovely thoughts. Oh. <laughs> uh, but so so they lived that up. My dad was a teacher of an adult Sunday school class for many years, so just kind of watching him study the Word and teach the Word, and, and they just it was just part of our upbringing. And, and some of that um, certainly sinks in and has an influence on you, even when you're not... Um, maybe necessarily understanding how that works when you're younger. But then when I was in high school, just had a profound encounter with the Lord, mm-hmm. just that that kind of crossroads. And it was between my, it was during my senior year at a conference. And um, uh, one really vivid memory of that for me is that coming out of just a, um, this moment of recommitment of, of, uh, wanting to have my life point towards the Lord. Yeah. The Bible just caught on fire to me. I just, mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it. I, I couldn't get enough of it. And I remember reading through the epistles and it, it just jumped out at me like I'd never understood. And I think that was really uh, formative for me as a young man to know that God's word is alive mm-hmm. and real and powerful. That's right. Yeah. Living and active, mm-hmm. sharper than a two-edged sword. 
Love it. I yeah. love it too, late. Brian, you said this kind of like kids are monkeys, see monkey do. And you saw something played out in your home. It stuck with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're monkeys. <laughs> 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 but I think there's a, you know, mimicking uh, our children do uh, based on what mom and dad are, are saying mm-hmm. and how they're living. Mm-hmm. I remember Weston's first words were, uh-oh. Because uh-huh. <laughs> mom would see Westy throw something on the floor, spill something, uh-oh. Uh-huh. And that oh. was the first word he said. Hmm. Yeah. They're very intuitive. They pick up a lot of things. They're sponges, and they are soaking in their environment uh, for sure. And where do they spend most of their time? Mm-hmm. Yes. At home. So True. really cool to hear that. How That's about great. you, Rhonda? Uh, for me, I was raised in the church as well. And um, for me, the Lord had just put um, at a very early age, I'd say grade school years, a real desire um for truth. Mm. I just mm. loved truth and uh, authenticity. And um, and the Bible is where I found that. And I, I came to know the truth, that the Lord was the truth, and um, put my trust in Him. And I would say from a young age, completely. I, he was my source of security and stability. And so it was important for us, when we had kids— for them to be lovers of God and not lovers of the world. And so where do you go for that? Mm -hmm. You go to the Word. Mm -hmm. You want them to know who God is, who He says they are, and that He has all the answers for every circumstance that they'll experience. That makes me think today I was um, thinking about this, you know, this conversation we were going to have, and it reminded me of Psalm 119, where David is just really pouring out what he his thoughts on the word and mm-hmm. what the word does for us. And as I was just reading, I'm just going to throw a few verses our way here. But this is what he says about God's word. Blessed are those who keep his testimonies, who seek him with the whole heart, verse 2. Uh, verse 9, how can a young man cleanse his way by taking heed according to your word? With my whole heart I have sought you. Oh, let me not wander from your commandments. Your word I've hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. Verse 18, open my eyes that I may see wondrous things from your law. Mm-hmm. Verse 28, my soul melts from heaviness. Mm-hmm. That one struck me with yeah. the days we're living in. Mm-hmm. But then he says, strengthen me according to your word. Teach me, O Lord, the way of your statutes. I love this one. Verse 37, turn away my eyes from looking at worthless things Mm -hmm. and revive me in your way. I could go on and on from this psalm, but it made me think, you know, these are the things that we want for our kids. You know, if you ask any parent, what do you want for your kids? Well, you want them to do well in life, right? Mm -hmm. We want them to be, um, we usually say happy, but I think when we know the Lord, what we really want for them is peace, Right. right? The inner peace. We want them to be strong when... Things are falling apart around them. And this psalm reminds us that all of those things come from the word. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I think our world often, as parents, we focus on the externals, right. what they're going to do for a job, where they're going to live, what activities they're into. And those things aren't bad things, mm-hmm. and they're important things, some of them. But the most important thing is do they have God's word in their heart? Because we know, as the word says, the whole earth can fall away and they will have 
the Lord. Yes. And they will have what remains. And one day as parents, we won't, I like to say this to my kids when they're like, why do we have to memorize a verse? I'm like, well, listen, one day dad and I won't be here Mm -hmm. likely to counsel you through something or to give you the advice that, you know, I hope that you still want someday. But if I know that this is planted in your heart, then I know that the Lord will recall these words to mind right when you need them. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, as we talk about this today, I think, you know, it is a command. It's not just a a nice parenting idea. Mm -hmm. This has to be integral and it has to be central to what we do as parents. Yes. And so, um, you know, I think we wanted to go deeper in these podcast episodes with real life people. Mm -hmm. And because uh, we're family, we'll know if we can call your bluff, right? Right, Exactly. (laughs) Just kidding. But what we wanted to ask you were, you know, with three girls, um, your home was a very normal home. Uh, What were some of the practical ways over the years that you engaged the word with your girls? And and I also think, you know, of course, that looks different season to season. Mm -hmm. So you can speak to that. Like today, you can speak to it when they were little. But how did you, what did you guys do? Mm -hmm. Well, I think for one, um, in personally in our own lives, I mean, we we were uh, doing Bible studies and spending time in prayer. You know, whether we were uh, going to a women's Bible study or a men's prayer group or whatever. First, like Brian said about you know his mom's words come back to him. That's right. They were watching us yeah. learn to love the Lord, yeah. and. Um, and so uh, then, you know, we, with them, uh, I would say um, what was important to me personally, and then Brian can speak to, but I, I'm, I think about discussion, mm-hmm. always discussing the word about, you know, relaying it to their circumstances and mm-hmm. application. Mm-hmm. And so there are opportunities all day long to be talking about what God has to say about what's going on in our lives and seeing him in everything, not separating him from a particular pursuit, but saying, if we are going to do this, what does this look like in God's way? Mm -hmm. Or um, what does he, what is his purpose for this? How do we bring him glory and honor? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there's just a whole lot of pieces there that you can talk about with them and then say, okay, and we don't want to be hearers of the word. Yeah, We want to be doers. So then how do we apply his word to yeah. these situations? Yeah. So good. I love it. Incorporate, incorporating the word of God into every aspect of their life. Yes. Um, as I heard one guy said, you know, you can make a priority list of things that are important in your life and you have God, family, church, and then maybe friends and then job or career. And he goes, yes, God is number one priority, but Really, everything on that list belongs to God. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he is the list. <laughs> right. And so I love how you were saying that, Rhonda. Like every pursuit, every avenue, everything incorporating the Word of God and what does God's Word has to say about that particular thing. Mm-hmm. And it's really good. Mm-hmm. A couple of specific thing, things that stand out to me. Um, so Rhonda, just her love for the Word and for the Lord has just been such a blessing to me as as dad you know uh we're thankful that Rhonda was able to stay home once the kids came along and so she had that really daily time with them um 
but then you know in those kind of bigger moments where the kids are struggling with one with each other with us with mm-hmm. their friends <laughs> with, uh, with failures with yeah. whatever um, it was cool to see how God would bring passages that I would kind of call almost you know anthems for us you know mm-hmm. the scripture is like a treasure search you know yeah, just how he will he started doing this for me when I was in high school and still continues to this day to just at the right time bring out truth and power in his word mm-hmm. yeah. and just connect with your life in a way that's so transformative yeah and so we would we would have those moments with the girls so it was like Let's let's go to Ephesians three and mm-hmm. and really understand when you're feeling this low, how much God loves you. Yeah. yeah. Or Love read that. Psalm one thirty nine, mm-hmm. and just take in how much God thinks about you. Yeah. yeah. How He hems you in. Yeah. So that I think was kind of cool. I I I think our girls would be able to point to these scriptures mm-hmm. that that we've talked about quite a bit and have been meaningful to us. It's kind of kind of a family connection that we'll always share that uh, will last forever. I love that. And then uh, we also tried to be intentional when we had those kind of more intense times together. So we did a lot of family road trips growing up, mm, um, right? Like long ones. Mm-hmm. Right. It was tight on the budget, you know, mm-hmm. to fly places. So we would just pack up the car and drive to Florida or Texas or California. Yeah. We did a trip to um, Williamsburg, Virginia. And, mm. and so we would try to pick a passage of Scripture and use some of that road time to memorize it together. So it's mm. a great idea. Yes. That's a great idea. Psalm 34 was one. And it's just a beautiful psalm if you're struggling and you, and you are crying out to God. Just some great promises yeah. there. And the great thing about that is then, you know, over the years, you go back and you say, okay, in Psalm 34, it says, taste and see that the Lord is good Mm -hmm. and that those who make him their refuge uh, are blessed. And then they can say, yeah, that's true. I've seen this here and there. We we, uh, put our faith in God in this particular way. Yeah. You know, and we saw him come through. Yeah. And so uh, that's been really I powerful. I love yeah. it. Yeah, there was a study years ago that we had used for student ministries. And in particular, it was like, you know, what is the thing that's most memorable for a young person as they look back on their years at home? Mm-hmm. There were some things that really stood out to them, things that stuck with them. Number one on that list was some kind of family adventure trip. Oh, mm-hmm. Okay where you're kind of disconnected from the world and devices and you're just spending quality time as a family, whatever that looks like, whether it's camping or hiking, or just doing something together, driving somewhere, mm-hmm. Texas or Florida. And I just love how you guys utilize that to really um, speak into the lives of your girls and talk about truth. Um, I, I think that's obviously been passed on to them and something they look back on with real uh, fond memories, mm-hmm. right? Memory makers, mm-hmm. yeah. right? You know, I, I would say um, for anybody who's listening to this, and uh, that I, I, we don't think about how we raised our kids or where the Lord had us it, it, with any, um, w- it, in full truth, we, we see ourselves that, you know, I'm an unclean man with unclean lips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some of those road trips had some really hard, <laughs> you know, yeah. reality. I look back at now, it's like they weren't perfect. Yeah, you know, yes. those are those are the classic. I'm going to pull this car over <laughs> yes. right now. Yes. You know, so we're we're a yes. super normal yes. family. Yes, 
you know, uh, which is why we were memorizing the word, <laughs> right? Exactly. Exactly. So that this we could we get through the road. Exactly. <laughs> so we yes. share this in great humility and understanding of our complete limitations and testify that. to right. the power of the word. Yes. I love it. Either we're going to talk about the Lord or somebody's going to jail. That's right. <laughs> we're in this situation. Because he, we know that his grace is the only thing that will see us through. That's right. I love that you shared that, Brian, because I think, you know, that's what we do. We tend to hear other people's highlight reels, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And sometimes even when we reflect, we like to think back on the things that we did well or the mm-hmm. good things. But yes. it's good to, to interject reality in that, totally. too. And, and as you, you know, very humbly shared that, because I think that's where we can come alongside each other as yes. parents also and say, right. like, wow, we have so been in your shoes. Yes. <laughs> and mm-hmm. we have lost it. And we, you know, we have done things that we regret the reality um, of life yeah where the, the rubber meets the road mm-hmm. right yes you know like it's this is this is real life and i think with our world today especially with social media we get glimpses of people's lives that are filtered mm-hmm. and oftentimes we're projecting uh ourselves in such a way that we look like we're all put together right. and the perfect family and um you know there's a lot that's just like any other family we exactly. struggle with kids and behaviors and issues that pop up um and i i love that you guys mentioned that did you guys so one thing that's kind of a buzzword today um, in the Christian community, especially, is is the idea of family devotions. Mm. And I think that, um, you know, it's good to share maybe what works for mm-hmm. your family, but to always remember that the principle is what we're after. Right. But the way that it fleshes out is going to be different. It's different. In right. each mm. home and for, you know, different kids and, and parents, too. And so... Did you have, so I'm asking you this mm-hmm. with lots of grace. Yeah. <laughs> did you have a... No, we did not. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> what I was going to say is, did yes. you have a regular time? No. Or did you just kind of take it like mm-hmm. moment by moment, situation by situation? Yes. We, you know, that's so funny because we all have different personalities. Yes. And there is something about... When I think when we tried to make it a uh, we're going to do this every day, blah, 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 you know, um, it wasn't the same as just being about life. Mm -hmm. God is in every part of our life. Um, We pray without ceasing because we need to all day Mm -hmm. long. We're talking to him. And and so with our kids, it's the same with the word. Everything we say we can point back to, oh, yeah, do you know what God says about this? Mm-hmm. Did we see what God did in this? Yeah. Do we see how he's directing us? You know what? We don't know what we're going to do here for this particular thing. We're going to stop and pray, and then we're going to wait on him and see what he does or how he leads us. Or, And then I think that becomes so, for them, it becomes an experiential they're not doing what Brian and I want them to do. They're right. actually seeing God developing a relationship with him. Mm-hmm. And I don't say that to say, because we all have different personalities, yes. there may be a family that their set devotional times are just sweet and it works for everybody yes. and they should do that. Yep. Um, but I think we also have to be careful not to put something on people that yes. if you don't do it this way. That's right. As long as we're loving God, heart, soul, mind, and strength, mm-hmm. teaching our kids to do that, just loving him with every fiber of our being and yeah. saying we're not going to make this stuff about the world. We're going to make it about him. Mm-hmm. I think he shows us the way in our families. Totally. Yeah. Totally. And Passing I think, on a relationship. Yeah. yeah. 
Season to um, season, too. Season yes. To season. You know, yes. like there are seasons in life. Absolutely. Your kids, stages where routine is good, right? Mm-hmm. And where a daily thing like that works. And then there are seasons, we're kind of in a, a weird one right now where there's starting to be a, uh, we have such age gap yes. between our older two and our younger two. Mm-hmm. And I think we're starting to see like, when we all try to sit down and do something together, it's starting to really not work very right. well. <laughs> because the little ones are just not at the level that the older ones are. And yeah. so it becomes this like, this moment where we think it's going to be this great discussion. Right. And then it's like discipline city. Exactly. And like, <laughs> we're looking at each other like, what in the yeah. world? Yeah. It's so like think, herding cats. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But we don't grow weary no. in doing good, no, right? No. So we found that the little two, spending time with them at bedtime together has been, there's a sweet little thing that we're kind of developing there. And then the older two, you know, are, they're starting to stay up a little bit later at night with us and, and they're starting to chat a lot. And Mm -hmm. so we're kind of, that's a good time when, when we'd like to do something with them. So I think being flexible and not, um, drowning in the defeat of yeah. one way not working right is a way to find freedom in that yeah, yeah we yeah. want to be careful that we don't become legalistic and miss yes. the point exactly we want it exactly. to be about the point of yeah. growing ourselves with the lord and our kids seeing his reality and yep. embracing him Amen. absolutely yeah. And we've talked about different stages. You know, I chuckle at this. Sometimes people approach Steph and I, I'm like, oh, you guys have little kids. And they'll be at this point in their family where all their kids are older and out of the home. And like, oh, we look back on those times. There's such sweet memories when they were little. And I'm like, do you do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> there are sweet memories. There are sweet memories. And there are some not There's so not sweet so stages. Sweet memories. Yes. That's probably with every stage. Yes. You guys yes. are in a whole new stage mm-hmm. with your girls. Today. And son-in-laws. Yes. And son-in-laws. And, so, and we love our son-in-laws. Yes. All, all girls. And then when we're like, we got our boys. Yeah. I love it. Love and it. so as we think about this, how has um, your role as a parent expanded or grown as you think about your children? And what are you doing in their lives today to continue to impress upon them that relationship with the Lord? Look. Um, yeah, it's amazing how it just just happens i I love how god designed time and uh you know you have you have time to prepare for a baby to come Mm -hmm. because it takes nine months and then you have basically a year before you have to worry about them moving out like like moving away from you yes (laughs) you you leave them somewhere and they're still there yes you know, eventually they get, they ride a bike, they get a driver's <laughs> license. Right. You know, there's this just slow movement. Yeah. And uh, it, we're loving this new stage. Mm-hmm. Um, we are so thankful for the time to raise them. And we are excited about kind of getting some of our time back together. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just loving them in different ways and experiencing them in different ways. And and I, I just think the questions have changed. They've just, they're taking on more, you know, they call adulting right. topics. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, they feel heavier and more consequential. Mm-hmm. And and we have a lot of life experience to share there. And so I just say, well, the conversations are still happening. They're just about different things. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're so incredibly excited about being grandparents like mm. uh, like who knew how awesome yeah. just instant love Aww. affair with this little girl little lasher. <laughs> well know? and it is really 
uh, suite to do the work of, you know, that, that calling to raise your children and to come to a place like this of young adults, young marrieds, a brand new baby in the family, and uh, to have your kids know that God is the place to go, that they are in pursuit of him and now our conversations with them, when they call and they ask questions, we're spurring one another on to love and good deeds. Mm -hmm. And, um, And it's just... It just fills your heart like nothing else to know that their source of strength, that their relationship is their own with Christ, and they're pursuing him. And and there's great opportunities. Like, you know, these, these two son-in-laws come in. You know, Brian has had opportunities to, you know, be FaceTiming with them. They have, you know, like a regular time FaceTiming, going okay. through Scripture together. And that is so significant and so good. And then the girls are constantly calling, okay, help me think through this or whatever. And again, we go back to scripture. Okay. You know, what does the Lord say? Okay. We'll be praying for you. We're going to wait and see what he does. And, you know, it's just really, we're enjoying it. Mm. I think that's neat because that speaks to not only do the seasons change for your girls, but the seasons for you change too. I get to see that a little bit with my own parents just in their full retirement now. They have more time. Mm-hmm. And um, I see a real explosion in their faith in a way, too, that's really sweet as a child to see that in your parents. Yes. Mm-hmm. But the benefit is that it also comes back and blesses the heck out of us. Right. <laughs> you know, like they are ready with the word and they are ready to answer a call. And not only are they encouraging Trav and I and my sisters and, and their husbands, but you know, now our Ava can text them. Yes. And they're yes. speaking back into her and speaking truth and sending verses. And I just think, oh, the multi-generational thing is mm-hmm. such a gift. And, and so important. So, yeah, we don't ever, we never like graduate from mm-hmm. this role in our kids' lives, right, mm-hmm. of speaking truth and interjecting the word. And um, I think it's beautiful to watch it evolve. Well, and it's uh, one of the things that has been really I don't know, just a really neat thing for me is to have my girls at their young ages, the Lord will say things through them Mm -hmm. that impacts me for growth Mm -hmm. as well. And I just think it's really cool the way he has done that, where when we are in pursuit of him, he uses all of us in different ways to impact and grow one another. Um, And it's just good. So one, neat. one key thing I think that we're learning is the difference between um, you, you talk about your kids in the possessive form. These, here's my kids. Right. But, but we all belong to God. We're all yeah. God's children. And to, um, to see that more emerge in this new stage is, mm-hmm. is so awesome and humbling. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, when, so the two girls uh, that are married got married in 2017. Ten weeks apart, and that was Stephanie knows and Travis yeah. knows that we were yes. part of those. The uh, that's right. Page you started. <laughs> it, it was a, it was a challenging time, but I just remember. Um, I think the grounding factor for us that that turned those from being stress events to just these overwhelming blessings 
was bringing it back to the word. Mm-hmm. You know, what is this wedding? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. in this day and age, weddings are such social media events and yeah. there's so much pressure. Yeah. I'll also say as far as the one thing, you know, that we kind of affirm at Grace and, and as believers is that we have the primary responsibility as parents, yeah. right, to speak right. truth to our kids. But then the church is um, God's um, design, and he has designed it to come around us as yes. families and support what we're doing at home. Supplemental so, role. Yeah. How did the church, you know, play the, that role, in, especially in teaching the word to your girls? Like how... How did you use the church? And I don't mean use the church, like <laughs> <laughs> abuse the church, well, but yeah. <laughs> how did you partner with the yes. church is a better way of saying that. Yes. It, well, it was great because from the very beginning, you know, from Awana's yes. to junior high ministry to high school ministry um, to just in every way, choir. And I mean, just one thing after another, uh, the church played a significant role coming alongside us. And uh, the girls had very valuable experiences. And again, they were hearing the word, Mm -hmm. which was so great. I mean, that was uh, so important to us uh, that it wasn't just entertainment, Mm -hmm. but they were hearing the word. And... um, and it's uh, we're so very thankful for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we uh, actually are back. In, <laughs> I was in Sparks say. now. Yes, <laughs> full circle. We're in a second grade class and listening to these these young boys and girls reciting scripture back, and it's just fun to now stop them and say, "Oh, that you said that so well. Do you know what that means?" Mm-hmm. And just oh, to be that. another voice. Yes. Mm-hmm to come alongside that family who, yes. who wants that young one to pl- yeah. place that in their heart. Um, the, the verse that comes to mind for me is from Psalm 1. Mm-hmm. I, I love the psalm. I'm in mm-hmm. a group of guys that we pray through the psalms on Tuesday mornings. And mm-hmm. uh, blesses the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked or stand in the way of sinners or sit in the seat of mockers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And on his law he meditates day and night. He's like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, whose leaf does not wither, whatever he does prospers. You know, who doesn't want that for their child? That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. And the path to that is not really good grades or athletic scholarship or a great job or, a, you know, beautiful home in the suburbs. All those things are blessings and gifts from the Lord, but they're, they all will go away. Yep. And uh, mm-hmm. so yep. uh, we got to plant the word in the hearts yeah. of our kids. That's right. Mm-hmm. We just, in fact, last night, Walker, our third, is just starting Awana and is in Sparks <laughs> yes. in a little first grade room. So we were just getting the, the Awana book out last night to do S's for Savior. Yes. Yes. And First John 4.14, this uh-huh. morning I was doing my sing-songy, <laughs> the Father has sent the Son to be the <laughs> Savior <laughs> of the world. Yes. Which I have found the sing-song thing helps them remember it. But right. You know, it was really sweet because um, Awana, and I, you know, I, I think here's where we have to find freedom for each family mm-hmm. season of life you're in. Right. Last year, in fact, uh, in kindergarten, it was too much for Walker to do. But yeah. this year, he's a little more, um, you know, up for the schedule. And so we've got him plugged in. But it was really sweet when he was kind of like, I don't know if I want to do Awana. And Ava and Carter, who did it when they were there, his age, uh-huh. 
both said, oh, Walker, you got to do it. It's really fun, and you'll you'll get to memorize all these verses. And, of course, Carter threw in, and there's game time. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But I just think, you know, all of those reasons are why we want to be intentional yeah. about bringing our kids. And, yeah. and we're in a stage where I'm realizing just how intentional and how mm-hmm. much effort it takes for mom and dad yes. to get them here so that they can participate in these things. And, um, it's you know, it's fun for us with little kids to hear your perspective, having gone through it right. and now back as leaders that yes, it was worth it. It was valuable. Um, and then it, it meant something to your girls. And, and hopefully if you're on the fence about, you know, getting your kids in a, a program or something mm-hmm. at church, yeah. we can encourage you that yeah. if it works for your family, if you can make it work for your family, it's right. totally worth it. Right. Right. Church plays a vital role. And I like how you said, Brian, uh, leaving something that at last there's great blessings that we receive from the Lord and they can be um, very good things. But uh, one thing is most important and matters, and will carry them from this world to the next. Mm-hmm. Three things are eternal, God, his word, and the souls of men yep. and women. And so uh, thank you for passing on a legacy, building the word of God into the next generation. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I think, too, hopefully this is very encouraging to families who are listening. But as you guys kind of like take into um, full view uh, where your kids were, where they currently are and where they will be. And you think about those families out there needing a, a, a bit of encouragement in the midst of the grind mm-hmm. of being parents. What encouragement would you give them? And again, it could be having little kids or older kids or kids who are out of the home, but what would be something you'd pass on to them today regarding the importance of God's word and your family dynamic and how that should be and hopefully would be an encouragement to them? Uh, I think I would say um, that Again, love for God and his word is primary. That's That comes first. And there are lots of things that are good and that we can fill our time with. And, uh, and then I think we can get into a lot of those things and just be trying to keep our head above water. And, and I would say uh, if anything needs to go, don't let it be the word and the time spent with the Lord, and prayer, and, you know, if you have to make a choice between spending time in the Word with your kids, or going to a particular program and reading the book for that, or doing whatever, let that other thing go. Because that other thing could be great, Mm -hmm. um, but you may have way too many of those things on your plate, and I think it's one of the places that the evil one uh, gets us all twisted up like, you know, well, I have to get this thing done because when I get there, everybody's going to see me and wonder mm-hmm. what I got done and I right. need to. <laughs> and we can all of a sudden realize, you know, we have not really been in the word intentionally talking through things that are going on at home with our kids or at school or in whatever programs they're in or their relationships or whatever else. And, um, and, that's the point, and all of a sudden we realize, oh my goodness, the point we have not been doing. Mm-hmm. We read that other book, we did that study, we did that thing, but have we been having a really significant conversation with our kids about what's going on in their life and applying scripture to it? Yeah. So do that first, yep. and I believe then the Lord will take care of the rest. Yeah, that's a good word. That is a very good word. I'd uh, add to that by saying that um, 
you know, I, I feel like I fall short often mm-hmm. of the mark that I have for myself and my heart and what I, what I read in scripture. And I, um, but time in the word and not, not coming to the word and prayer with my list of requests, but I've, I've learned to come more expectant of trying to find the treasure of who God is in the word. Mm-hmm. It's living. It, mm-hmm. it is, it's got, you know, Jesus is the word, John one. Right. Mm-hmm. And so if you go expectant to meet God and, and you just take that time to see the word as representing the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the creator of all things, that that will change your perspective on your list of requests. Mm -hmm. And um, over the years, these, these living treasures that the Lord has, uh, that are just gifts to my life have reset me over and over again. I am prone to wander, Mm -hmm. right? It's just um, drives me crazy, but, but God is patient and merciful and his, his love um, has no bounds for us. And, um, and it's serious business. His justice is real. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. So I I would just say whatever the stage you're at, God's mercy is big enough for it. Mm -hmm. And his grace is big enough for it. And just keep coming back, not looking for your circumstances to change, but looking for, to get to know the God who will change you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, I've so got to I've got to add real quick because that makes me think. I've been thinking about Psalm thirty seven four and five. Mm-hmm. Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in Him, and He will act. And I think that's one of the things we would point back to is, uh, we we believed Him. But we took him yeah. at his word, yeah. and we have seen him act on our behalf over and over and over again. He is faithful. Yeah, that's good. Absolutely. I love the first part of that, which a lot of times people quote that verse, and they, they forget about that. And I'm glad you quoted that first part of it. It's a delight mm-hmm. yourself in the Lord, mm-hmm. delighting in him. Mm-hmm. Because in delighting him in the word, you get a new perspective on life right. and the list that you have. And I heard one guy say, he's like, listen, when you're not in the word of God, it's not just the sin you're going to get into. It's the perspective you're going to lose. Yeah. Yeah, Yes. That's right. That's true. And so I just love how you guys have um, talked about this. That has been so encouraging for me, and I'm sure very encouraging for uh, those who will listen to this podcast. Really great stuff. Rich. Really rich. And I'm thankful for you dolls Mm, (laughs) and for your family, for your girls. and expanded family that you now have we are we're super grateful and and we do mean it you are a guest that we love (laughs) well we love you guys well thank you and you truthfully you two have um you're just far ahead uh, far ahead of us that we can follow in your footsteps and Mm. you have spoken into both of us and given us a good example and pattern to follow and so we're grateful and that's one of the reasons we wanted to ask you to to join us today but i also just want to say um to families, I think what's neat about um, what you've shared and, and the way that you've shared it, the humility that you've shared it with is, you know, we as parents, you, like you said, Brian, we often fall short mm-hmm. and we're really aware of it. And so, you know, we may be, you may be in a season where like this is just not happening and you want it to happen and it's not happening. And mm-hmm. um, or maybe your kids are grown and you you look back and wish you would have done more. Um, in way of of speaking the word into their life. But what's beautiful that you shared with us is that now your kids are in a new stage and they Mm -hmm. still need you as mom and dad. Yeah. 
um, to make that investment in them. And so my point in that is that it's never too late. No. And every day is a new day, and there's still hours left in this day. And so we can really truly, um, by God's grace, redeem the time that we have. Mm -hmm. And I think that he can even do redemptive work in hindsight. Absolutely. um, And and maybe fix some things that um, went astray years earlier. But I think... We want to encourage you as families. Uh, That's part of the reason we do this podcast, to know that you're not alone mm-hmm. and to know mm-hmm. that um, the goal can can still be before you, and by God's grace, we can get there. And so Amen. thanks so yeah. much for joining us today. Anything else you want to add, Trav? Yeah. No, I, I love it. And I love just to be able to pray for our listeners as we close out here. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, this is in number 6, 24 to 26. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace. In Jesus' name, we thank you for this time together. Amen. 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 And that is a wrap on the Family Huddle podcast this week. Thank you again for joining us. We so appreciate you spending a little bit of your time with us today. And we hope that you were so encouraged. I know I was as I think through some of those daily, uh, not always exciting decisions, but daily decisions in how... I want to make sure that I'm investing in the life of my son. And Brian and Rhonda did such a good job of walking through some of those practical pieces and what that looked like in their home. But I really appreciated Steph's comment at the end too. Just such a great reminder. It is never too late to go to God and say, how is it that you would like me to spend my time today or in this season investing in the life of my child or my children? So thank you again. Um, We just appreciate you listening, taking your time. We know that uh, time is precious, so we don't take it for granted and would also greatly appreciate it if you could take a moment to share this episode, leave us a review. It makes it easier for people to find us in the future. Or uh, if you follow us on social media, you can find us on Facebook or on Instagram, Grace Church Family Ministries. We try to make it succinct and easy for you. So we'd love to chat with you there. If you want to like our posts, uh, leave us comments. We will be sure to get back to you and thank you again. We'll see you soon.